starting the podcast now. Welcome to the Connect the Dots Gambling Podcast. I guess that's copyright infringement. Yeah, careful. Careful. Disney is litigious. <laughs> they need a few dollars now, right? <laughs> They're fucking going broke. Well, they certainly don't want to pay writers uh, or actors, but writers specifically. Um, but I don't know if I'd describe it as going broke. Anyways, that's my dad, Mickey. I'm Andrew. Welcome What's to the up? show. We talk about football, mostly. Anything else that catches our fancy? Uh, how you been? Not too shabby. Not too shabby? Yep. yep. How's the baseball betting going? Interesting, maddening, hate it. <laughs> so, as you know, I made that play 70 to win 400 sure. the other day and came home. Thanks for mm-hmm. guys. I appreciate it. Then I built it back up over six, and then I, like, 15 plays. I'm so excessive. Yeah. And then with me hedging all over the place, I'm not sure what makes the most sense. So, back down, roller coaster. Um so I just want it to all end well thankfully you're going to have football to bet on soon yes I believe we are less than six weeks away from college football yeah and then starting this week tomorrow well I guess depends when this goes up Um, we're recording this on Wednesday tomorrow is the Hall of Fame game right so we get football basically football's back forward from all the high school games too so, I mean, I will be in it. Look at his play. See, that's wild to me. I never gave a fuck about high school football, even oh, when so I was in high school. Well, Tyler, my face for that Tyler is going to see some playing time as varsity or, you know, with Gerard. So I think you should sure. go. It's a lot of fun. It's a ton of fun. Shout out to the cuz, Tyler. Yeah, he's a beast. So he's got a nose for the end zone. He's got the want to. <laughs> the, the grit. The grit. <laughs> the Wilson grit. Jim Rat. Uh, but we are here today to not talk about high school football uh, or college or college football. We're talking NFL. We're going through our division previews. We wrapped up the NFC last week. So this week we start in the AFC, which is the conference that seemingly has all the good quarterbacks. Probably the more competitive conference has the defending Super Bowl champion um, and kind of, yeah, I'd say is ahead of the NFC. When you look at them side by side? Yeah, I guess that's an accurate statement. I mean, I tend to gravitate towards Cincinnati, you know, so I Mm -hmm. think when you do say those comments, you're right. Immediately, I went through the six, four guys and better. And you're right. It was a a slew of them came racing across me. Young cats. Young cats, big cats. Well, we're not going to talk about Joe Burrow today because we're going to talk about the AFC East, which could be kind of what the, the AFC East. West was supposed to be last year. You know, kind of everyone was calling an arms race or right. gear enough to come after Mahomes, and it turned out, oh, the Broncos are shitty, the Chargers are going to Charger, and the Raiders are going to Raider, and there's the Chiefs at the top again. So, <laughs> well, in retrospect, you make it sound very like, oh, we should have known that. Yeah, we should we should have saw that coming. The AFC East, from top to bottom, you've got the Bills, Dolphins, uh, Jets and Patriots. That was your standings last season. The Bills were 13-3, and three, the Dolphins 9-8, and eight, both of them playoff teams. Unfortunately for the Dolphins, they had issues with their quarterback staying healthy, so it kind of derailed what they had going on. Patriots somehow scrapped together eight wins with not a super talented roster and Matt Patricia 
calling offensive plays, which so seemed odd. like a disaster. I don't know what fucking airplane glue Bill was huffing when he's like, <laughs> let's get Matt Patricia. We're done with that, right? Yeah, Bill O'Brien's in the building now. They, they got an adult in there to call offense. <laughs> so uh, I expect them to improve, and we'll talk about them in a second. And then the Jets, uh, the super high expectations Jets who finished 7-10 and 10 with a combo of like Joe Flacco, Mike White, Zach Wilson at quarterback last season. Many, many a talking head proclaimed, oh, you know, maybe the Jets are just a quarterback away. Well, they got a quarterback. Here they are. Potentially. Um, so that's what makes that division so interesting. You've got two playoff teams from it last year. It's not like the Bills or Dolphins regressed in any major way. Patriots are always lurking with um, Bill Belichick, and then obviously the Jets at Aaron Rodgers. So that's the, the shakeup in the AFC East. Odds-wise, you could still get the Bills at plus money, plus 120 for the Bills. Yeah. Jets plus 270 mm-hmm. if you're an Aaron Rodgers believer. Dolphins plus 300. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking. And then Patriots plus 800. Mm, right off the cliff we go. <laughs> Here's your fourth place team. Yeah. Uh, so where do you want to start? You want to start at the top? Or you want to start at the bottom? Coin flip. Let's go bottom up. Let's go bottom. So let's talk New England Patriots. What were your thoughts on the 2022 New England Patriots watching that team last season? As expected, you have a system-oriented, good defense. Get you eight wins. It kind of reminds me of what mm-hmm. Tomlin's able to do. Right? You'll make enough plays. You get enough turnovers. Um, ineffective at the quarterback position, I felt. I don't really... kind of feels like early 2000s Patriots. Like, what, what were the know? receivers? Who were they? Jacoby Myers. Jacoby. Um, I think Devontae Parker was involved. There, yeah, there, was a, a, there was a Hunter Henry running around. Like, kind of blurry. A lot of running, a lot yeah. of uh, defense, a lot of scheming, a lot of uh, system... You know, it's the type of team that you can hang in plus points, and I'm sure they covered some of them. cover too. Yeah, they probably covered eight or nine times. So, kind of speaks to what you're saying. The advanced metrics back up what you're saying. They were 24th on offense and DVOA, third defensive DVOA, uh, 15th overall. So, yeah, classic good defense, offense struggled, got you to eight wins. Now, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we've got Matt Patricia's dumbass out. Enter Bill O'Brien. Wasn't a great head coach, but always got complimented for his offensive expertise. Spent some time in Houston. Most recently, uh, he was an offensive... I don't know if he was officially the offensive coordinator or if he was just an offensive coach on the staff at Bama. You know, he did the Nick Saban coach rehabilitation tour. You go to Bama, you get shined up, and then you move on to your next gig. You know, adult Kiffin. Yeah, so Bill O'Brien back in the building. Uh, does that move the needle enough for you for them to be considered a division winner at plus 800, or are the rest of those teams just too good? Yeah, I mean, to be considered a division winner, you would have to split those games. And I don't see you doing that. You know, so right there, that puts you, you know, behind the eight ball. So, no, you can't win the division because you would have to, at a minimum, split those games. As far as new faces, uh, the biggest. The most noteworthy ones would be 
Um, tight end Mike Kosicki, who was in Miami last season to team up with Hunter Henry. So you'll probably see a lot more two tight end sets and maybe moving Kosicki around the slot, stuff like that. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson gets the nod as the number one running back this year. Everyone loved Ramondre more than Very efficient, Harris. effective. Um, Mac Jones, again, still your quarterback. They also had some weird Bailey Zapp. Bailey Zappy? Zapp? I go Zapp. Yeah, he's their version of... Uh... Heineke. You know, you don't want him on the field because no. fans love him. But then you get a bunch of drunk New England fans with the Pats are down two yeah, scores. Right. Like, get fucking Mac Jones out of there. Get Zappy up. What's Let's he get doing? Happy with Zappy. Get him in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to have a, I don't know. Juju Smith-Schuster is in town. Does that do anything for you? Now, when I went back and looked at the QBs, and I know you didn't watch it, but you get some breakdown, you get to see him running routes. I probably am very hard on Juju, and it's probably really hard to play receiver. So I don't know what I think of Juju. A lot of times I think he's a stiff, and then I'm like, wow, it's probably really hard to get open in the NFL. <laughs> you know what I mean? Looks hard. Yeah, it's probably difficult. Looks hard. Uh, in the draft, Christian Gonzalez was their first-round pick. Uh, a lot of times he was projected top 10, maybe the first corner off the board ends up going to New England. Um, just sort of prototypical, long arms, shifty, fast corner, uh, can run the route for you, essentially good athlete to add to that defense that you already like. Uh, I see no reason why the defense would take a step back at all. Like it's well, still a thing, really right? strong unit. What happens with New England, a couple turnovers here and there, and the next thing you know, they do score 17 points. They do score 24 points. Yeah, like what's Short fields and opportunistic and a busted run up the middle here and there. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? How is New England looking this good? And then follow it up next week. And they're going to score 10 points. And it's almost, there's never a situation where you're going to feel like they're at a coaching disadvantage. You no, know, from that perspective, probably a good team to bet in the preseason. Uh, I, don't, I don't hate that. Bet, I don't, I don't know. I don't Ravens. have any. Uh, Let's get on with the Ravens Patriots <laughs> trends. Um, but yeah, not a bad call. Uh, I don't think there's anything else. Oh, awards and. Season leaders. Let's see if there's anything interesting. Probably no one for MVP. You know, Mac Jones isn't going to win MVP or anything like that. Offensive Player of the Year. I bet maybe. Mac Jones's yardage totals under 3,500. I bet it's lower than the rookies. You think? Yeah. If it's 3,400, it's lower than the two rookies coming in. I don't really see anyone for Offensive Player of the Year that you'd want to bet. Um, Juju is plus 10,000. No thanks. So nothing worth looking at there. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Christian Gonzalez, plus 950. Again, for a corner to win it, you just kind of kind of hope he gets a bunch of interceptions. Like if Four would do it, maybe. But four or like, five and a bunch of tackles. If he takes one back, yeah, a touchdown, maybe. Tackle. He actually has the third best odds behind Will Anderson and Jalen Carter. Hmm. So, That's interesting. Yeah, interesting to, to tuck away tuck away there for Christian Gonzalez. Um, and then as far as Super Bowl odds for the Patriots, again, probably not something you're betting. I imagine they're near the bottom, doing the Patriots plus 6,500. Nothing, nothing there. Uh, let's move on to the next team as far as odds go, which would be the Dolphins, because the Jets hopped over them. Uh, big Dolphins news. Their uh, key addition in the offseason, they traded for Jalen Ramsey. He's going to be out until about December. Which you don't really bring him back at that point. 
Well, you do to get them ready for the playoffs if you're in playoff contention. Like if, know that. if everything goes fucking super sideways and you're not in contention, then no, you don't bring them back. But I think they'll be back for the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, they were touted as potentially the best secondary in all of football. Potentially the best defense. Secondary for sure. I don't know about defense, but with him out, that's just like a wasted, like, uh so, so no, so no, and they're an opportunistic defense. They played well enough. And Fangio's back. Which is a big Fangs deal. is in there. My guy, uh, Gio, Gio always reminds me that he is a difference maker. Absolutely. Big Vic, obviously Mike McDaniel, your head coach, was a first-time head coach last year. Really good, job. Entry. really good job. Dynamic offense. People were like, eh, well, I, you know what? That's not true. I think people were pretty high on Miami's offense coming into the season because they added Hill last year and they had Waddle already there and they got Tua and they got the Shanahan system in there and it was awesome. It was everything you'd hoped it would be when Tua was healthy. They were doing some special stuff. I think Waddle and Hill both had over a thousand yards and just yeah, running all over the place. Yeah, it was insane. Fucking gross. And, and they're, they're talking like, oh, to Tyreek <laughs> thinks he can get two thousand. Two thousand would be something. Well, I don't he know. Really how many he did could. he have last year? He had a I bunch. Say I think he led the league in yards. I want to say fourteen forty nine. Efforting. Um, but what do you think? I think division winner, that's the one that kind of kind of raised our eyes the most. Yeah, yeah you plus 300. 3-1. Three to one. Team that can very easily win the division. It's not like it's out of the... Yeah, he was close. He had 1,700 receiving yards 1,700. I shorted him 300. <laughs> Jesus, that's three games worth. Yeah, so 2,000. Think about that. Not that's with a myriad of quarterbacks to finish. Yeah, so that, that's... So think about that. You're, you're kind of hoping on a full season of Tua and hope that gets you there. There's Dalvin Cook, rumblings. He's sniffing around. He said he was going to go play for Miami. He's actually sniffing. Around, he's sniffing around the entire AFC. No, he said he was going to play for the Jets. He was. He was in the Jets facility. I think he might still be in New York. Yeah. He was. I think he was talking with Buffalo. Obviously, Miami had an offer out to him, and I think the Patriots looked at him as well. well he, Buffalo he, would suck. He did the whole he, tour. He, in the he would fuck up his brother. That would be like, oh, oh that oh, might be cool. Oh, like, hey, you know, the, the, the cook like boys. Yeah, yeah, but you can't get them both on the field at the same time. Yeah, sure you can. The receiver's already bitching that he doesn't get any balls. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. Uh, Draft-wise, they didn't have a ton of capital from their various trades, Tyree Kill and whatnot. Um, so not a bunch of big names, nothing really worth noting on that side of the ball, except Devon, uh, Devon, Devon A-Chain, uh, which I don't know if you're familiar with his work. He's like one of those uh, track star speed type guys, the running back position from Texas A&M. Oh, is that right? Yeah, little guy, electric with the ball in his hands. I'm sure Mike McDaniel will have something fun for him to do. So a name to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, and then outside of that, the offense is pretty much they're, they're, they're running it back with Waddle Hill and just hoping to uh, stays healthy. Uh, what do they do at tight end then if they let? Durham Smythe is currently listed first on the depth chart. They don't really need a tight end like Kasicki. They need more tight ends that can block to run what McDaniels wants to run. Uh, so Smythe is probably fine. I, I wouldn't factor tight end a big way one way or another for this offense. Um, DVOA-wise, I think it's going to be kind of – I don't want to say the inverse of the Patriots, but I'm sure it will be a big uptick on the offensive side. 
excuse me, can't stop yawning. This working thing. Uh, offense seventh, defense fifteenth. So middle of the back there. Yeah, that's interesting. Seventh and again, uh, still producing, and they even produced in their playoff game. And I think they were on their third quarterback. It's interesting. Um, super high on them last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I had them winning the division. Really liked. You know, I'm always going to poo-poo Buffalo for whatever sure. unsound, illogical reason. Um, but I truly do think size matters, and, and so I'll, I'm concerned for two. Obviously, do you see he has a sleeve now? And what does this sleeve do? Like, you know, he got a tattoo. Oh, no. No, I thought, what, he's caught taking a play off of a sleeve? He has a wristband? No, he got I don't a, understand. He got a full sleeve tattoo. He went with the, you know, the Is it some Pacific Islander. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to just say. He was going to yeah. take it over there to the yeah. to, to the Islander type of uh, tribal. Here's here's what I'm going to do. And if this, if the, if things shake out the way I think they're going to shake out. We had the Miami Heat make it to the finals and lose. We had the Florida Panthers make it to the finals and lose. I already bet on the Marlins to make it to the World Series and lose. So I'm probably going to bet on the Dolphins to win the AFC. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I have the other Florida team, not Tampa Bay. (laughs) (laughs) So that's interesting. So Uh, I'm similarly in line with you. To win the Super Bowl, plus 2,500. They're in the top third-ish of the league there in Super Bowl odds. You're two years in. You know, I get McVay. You know, I get being young. I get you can potentially get to a Super Bowl. Should you be able to win one? I would be highly offended if he were able to get and win a Super Bowl. Let's take a look at some awards. Tua to win the MVP, plus 2,200. He's got the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10th best odds. So a yeah. top 10 MVP candidate into a Tonga Bailoa. That probably makes sense when you think about who's ahead of him. And we already know there's a shit ton ahead of him. Because the numbers are going to be stupid if he stays healthy. That's the big if, though. Like, his brain got all rattled around. Well, not only that, physically, you know, being left-handed and doing all these other things that he likes to do, the timing throws. The left-handed like thing was, is jarring. It I, fucks you up when you, like, I, haven't you watched know, it for a minute. I, I, I don't know. There's just something about it. I'm just concerned for his health. So I think that's tough. It's a lot to ask a guy that's slight with that kind of issue to go 17 and take you all the way through a playoff march. Tyree Kill plus 2,000. Offensive player of the year. He grabs 2,000 yards, yeah. I mean, he would win it. He's got the fifth best odds for that. Uh, Defensive player of the year. Let's see if they have anybody up near the top. Maybe um, Bradley Chubb, plus 5,500, hanging out there. Was with Fangio in Denver, reunited here in Miami. And as I mentioned, rookies, not many on defense, but Devin A. Jane plus 3,500 to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. He'd have to see a ton of volume for that to come to fruition. And if uh, Dalvin Cook ends up showing up to town, he might not see that. I guess you could use them in an exacto if you wanted to go first and second and pick. You know, if you wanted to dislodge in this scenario, I would probably... You know, you would get more plus money if you paired it with Jets. So you're saying the, the Bills take the tumble? In the exact, yeah, and have the Bills stumble to third. Interesting. Interesting. Probably not a bad call. Speaking of Jets taking the tumble. Professional segue. Professional segue. By Youngstown Poker. The Jets, please talk into the microphone. <laughs> Fucking looking all around the room. <laughs> Jack, Jack. The Jets, again, finished with a losing record last season. They bring in 
Aaron Rodgers. Uh, where do you stand on the Aaron Rodgers debate? A lot of folks say washed. A lot of folks say, hey, this is going to be great because he's Aaron Rodgers. Where are you coming in at on old A-Rod? Was it just like bad circumstances? No, I'm buying the hype. I'm buying what, what oh. they're selling. I think, he's, I think he's motivated. I think he's... I think, yeah, no, I expect a lot of great things to come out of there. I think he's washed. I think it's going to be a disaster in Green Bay and a success in New York. I think disaster on both ends. I think Green Bay's going to suck. And I think, double, uh, double. And I think the Jets are going to suck. Uh, Brees Hall's coming back from a knee injury. Don't know if he's going to be ready to go at the start of the season. Hence the Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, Cook conversations. Um, they brought in a bunch of buddies, Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, who just follows around uh, Aaron Rodgers at this point of his career. Nicole Hardman is in the mix from Kansas City. Uh, and obviously Garrett Wilson, your offensive rookie of the year last year. Still yeah. Did you see the toe tap catch? Sure. That's insane. I, I try not to get too high or too still. low with this time of year. Everyone's the in Everybody looks good. Tra- it was a great catch. The ref threw him up. I'm not going to pretend it's not. Yeah, he's, he he's, a, he's a fantastic football player. Um Defense was definitely the strength uh, last year. They have Salah in his second year, defensive-minded head coach. Nate Hackett, who Sean Payton said was the worst coach he's ever right. seen. Best, worst coaching job. Worst coaching he job he's, the ever worst coach he's ever seen. Baby. And then Aaron Rodgers went full Will Smith. He's like, keep my fucking wife's name out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> keep my coach's name out of your mouth. He loves Nate Hackett, man. That's odd. He that must just, just be a good yeah, guy. That just tells me that he's amiable. <laughs> he's just—he's just the he's fucking amiable, you know. It just means he, you know, he gets along with the QB. The QB's comfortable. Yeah. And if you were the QB coach, you'd have an intimate relationship with three players, right? And that's where it stems from. If I'm working with three people out of fifty-three consistently, fuck. Well, how are you going to view me? Fifth in defensive DPOA last season. Twenty-sixth in offense. So <laughs> your own podcast is bored the hell out of you. Yeah, I can't stop. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm back to working. Because I the way I got a new job, so the way that worked is I had a vacation already planned with the previous job. So I took the vacation and it did kind of like a half-assed two-week notice where I came back for like a day or two after vacation to help kind of get them in order. And then I had a couple more days off before I started the new one. So I was essentially not working for like two and a half weeks. <laughs> so it's like getting oh, back into like getting back up in the morning and going into into a job. Um, so that's getting getting me getting here. But I've yawned a ton, and probably just because I haven't said much today. So you start talking a lot, you know, and then uh, we have comes. to fact check that. Yeah, yeah, that anyways, may not make any sense. I don't know. That sounds true. Um, so you're in on the Jets, but you ha- so you have them potentially finishing second. Do you want to see uh, MVP odds? Aaron Rodgers plus sixteen hundred. You think it's that type of season for Aaron Rodgers? It could be. It'd be somebody to watch in the first four weeks. Boy, I do not like that at all. Um, Garrett Wilson, Offensive Player of the Year, plus 3,000. Defensive Player of the Year, Quinnen Williams, plus 3,000. The stout, uh, knifing defensive tackle. He's awesome. Um, Offensive Rookie of the Year. I don't think they had anyone worth mentioning. Let me double-check. No, really no rookies slated to play significant spots. Maybe Will McDonald, uh, defensive rookie of the year, pass rusher out of 
Iowa State, I think. The Cyclones. Cyclone. Um, we think we could be wrong. Let's see where he's at. He's at plus 2,200. He would have to, again, be an every down kind of player, get a bunch of sacks, maybe like eight or nine sacks, and that would do it. Uh, but I don't see that happening. So not much on the awards front unless you're a big Aaron Rodgers guy, which uh, my dad apparently is. I don't know, man. Things are just so funky and weird and um, – in Green Bay towards the end. He was clearly so fucking irritated with everything that was going on. Um, at a certain point, though, it falls off a cliff. And he's 38, and now a new, new city, new system, and not necessarily new-ish system, still with Hackett. They're probably going to run whatever he wants to run, essentially, you know. I don't love it. Well, there's something it. behind it all. Him moving money around, taking less money. Putting it together, that too. you know, now the three-year like thing. Team guy. So yeah, there is uh, to me, it could be an incentivization that we were unaware of. You know, that could lead him down a path that could say, you know, within three years, I could entrench myself in a program that potentially could be part of my next twenty years. So I think it's that significant. Don't you know? I mean, think about how obtuse he was in Green Bay. Now he's he's he was a straight affable Rick. Now he's affable. He's like, yeah, yeah, let's take this money. Let's work with it. We're good friends. I like you. Yeah, he was straight up not having a good time in Green Bay, and he made the end messy, which I guess you kind of want from players when they're trying to exert some type of leverage. Like, hey, make it make it a mess so you get out of there. And the pat, you know, so that's, sure, that's what he did. Yeah, it's like a bad marriage. If you you know, my partner hates me enough to leave. <laughs> Like your hair is on fire. I, <laughs> I told Mallory, like, I'm just not going to bother with the divorce. We'll stay in a marriage where you fucking hate me. I don't care. <laughs> divorce <laughs> seems like such a pain in the balls. So like, we'll just, we'll just fucking hate each other. It'll be great. Um, but I don't anticipate that happening. Uh, last team, unless you had any other lingering thoughts on the Jets. I am not a Jets believer or fan. Uh, you seem more into it than I do. Well, who who's the wide receiver two? Lazard. That's not bad. Cobb doesn't interest yeah. me. I have Randall Cobb's like depth. They also have Hardman involved. Super Bowl wise, plus sixteen hundred. They've got better odds, obviously, than the Dolphins because of where they slotted in the division standings. But I don't know if that moves the needle for me either. No future play there. Mayhaps. The Buffalo Bills, your defending champion of the AFC East, plus 900 to win the Super Bowl. Um, obviously the favorites here. Bunch of wins last season. Bills were the sexy Super Bowl team last year. If you remember this time last year, I was like, ah, it's Bills year, Bills year, Bills year. Right. Offense looked good. Defense looked good. You figure Josh Allen keeps it rolling. Um, Brian Dayball leaving did hurt him a little bit. Allen had a lot of turnovers again. It seems like he's kind of regressed a little bit yeah. in that sense. He's not taking care of the ball as much. Um, they drafted Dalton Kincaid who should be kind of like a matchup nightmare guy for him. He's a tight end, but he's probably going to play in the slot mostly for him. It's kind of like this big power slot running around to go along with Diggs and your guy Gabe Davis. Gabe. Um, defensively, solid unit. 
from the linebacking core to the front seven where they just rotate dudes in and out. You've got Puna Ford coming in. Jordan Phillips still involved. He's on the pup list to start the season. Ed Oliver signed a new deal. Vaughn Miller hopefully is healthy. Matt Milano, uh, one of the best linebackers in football. Secondary was banged up. Um, had a dude almost die, or did die. His heart stopped on the field last season. That was weird. Um, so... I don't see reasons why they should regress other than just, like, Bill's fatigue, maybe. Well, let's, you know, a lot to unpack. You rolled through a lot there. So, starting with the QB, and yeah, Robbie start can with bear him. this out. You know, his first six games versus his last six games. He mm-hmm. looked totally different coming down the stretch. I think they did just reel off a shit ton of wins. You know, looked pretty unstoppable. First in total DVOA. Offense, defense? Offense was second, defense was fourth. That's insane. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there was no let off. Maybe I thought there was. No, it felt, it like, it felt like that. Six, I mean, they probably still they still dummy and folks, but it did. There was a stretch in the season where it felt like they the had Bills. no comeback punch. Once they got their dicks pushed in in the playoffs, they were like, ah, we're just done. Yeah. Like what the fuck was that? So I I don't know. Again, if I were going to bet something, I would do an exacta and I would put the Jets with the Dolphins and then I would box it so it didn't matter which way and I would kick Buffalo out I think the Jets overtaking the Bills is going to be very difficult it feels more realistic for me with the Dolphins because I kind of have that proof of concept with McDaniel and Hill and Waddle and Tua like oh I saw that work okay and then you bring in Fangs to sure up the defense like oh okay this all checks out but sometimes the talking heads aren't wrong I mean think of the Eagles everybody sure. was stiff on them they were breaking hard everybody loved the Eagles and how different he was and his training camp and the quarterback was the thing and da 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 and sure enough they, they weren't wrong mm-hmm. so I mean I don't know there's something about this Jets group with Aaron there it could be and Garrett Wilson. Well, here, think about what you're asking as well. The Jets won seven games last year. So how many wins is Aaron Rodgers worth? Because the Bills, I don't see a universe where Josh Allen is healthy the whole season. Uh, nothing catastrophic happens with that coaching staff or anything like that or any of the key players. Um, even last year, they were able to sustain some big injuries to key players like Vaughn Miller and Tredavious White and all that good stuff. You're asking the Dolphins, even if the Bills regress from 13 wins, like what's their floor? 11? So you're asking Probably. the Jets to improve five wins? You're asking the Jets to be from a seven-win team to a 12-win team? Uh, yeah, Robbie, you got me in a corner here. Robbie would have to see how many games the Jets lost within a field goal. Because then we're talking, you know, if you pick off three of those and then everybody's buttholes get a little tighter, the division starts playing a little bit more cannibalistic. They hadn't addressed the running back situation. I felt like teams had started to figure out Buffalo from that perspective about when they ran, didn't run. How Buffalo did running. have problems with the running backs. And they still have problems. They're going to have problems. Yeah, they didn't really... Any other thing, again, if you want to factor in Dalvin, does go somewhere. Yeah. And if we do think the likelihood is Jets slash Miami, that bolsters my confidence that they could surpass Buffalo. Um, think about Dalvin and the game that Minnesota won last year when they came back on Indy. I mean, he ripped off like a screen pass for like mm, 90 yards. Yeah, he'll, he'll do that. They did bring in Damian Harris from New England to kind of help. Uh, and the homie Latavius Murray just keeps bouncing around. <laughs> How? Because he's not a bad running back. He runs so upright. He's been everywhere. Raiders legend Latavius Murray. <sighs> UCF. 
He must get him in a bargain. Everybody yeah. hates running backs now. Yeah, he's probably a vet minimum guy. <laughs> no wonder receivers get all the money. They get all the highlights in, in training camp and shorts. Sure. It's like, ping, ping, ping. And it's a you ping, know, ping, ping, passing ping. league. All Ohio State guys, right? Yeah. You know, just throwing them up. Throw them up. Scary Terry, one-handed. Uh, awards to look out for. I'd imagine Josh Allen is one of the favorites to win MVP. Yeah, somewhere right behind Patrick. It goes Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen. That makes sense. Josh Allen is plus 800. Um, I kind of like Burrow. Who's the fourth? Another AFC quarterback. No, uh, NFC. Jalen Hurts. But then it is, let's see, AFC, 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 NFC, AFC, 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 NFC, AFC. And then it kind of gets mismatched past there. But out of the top 10, it's two... NFC guys, one NFC guy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, two. Two out of ten. Who's the second NFC guy? Justin Fields. At yeah, plus boy, 2, everybody wants to be on that D. Yeah, I don't know why he has much better odds than Jared Goff. That doesn't make sense to me. But. Well, I can't wait to our draft. I want to deploy some strategies early. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I want to take some mid-range quarterbacks and just trot them out early and just see if I can get anybody to bite. Sure. To go a little bonkers on a QB early. That's a great plan, and then you're in so like many round good eight. quarterbacks below ten. Yeah, but then you get later in the you draft, like and you're like, fools "Fuck, where'd all these quarterbacks?" I'm not go? gonna be mad if I have Matt Stafford and Jared Goff. I, I'm not gonna be mad. Uh, Heard it here first. I'd, I'd be mad <laughs> if I was stuck with not so much Jared Goff, but uh, yeah, I don't know how much Stafford. Where's Sam Bradford? Let's get him back up. Yeah, what's he doing? Sammy B. Just counting all the money he made. That dude took so many fucking hits. Finesse God. He got a bag oh, though. He was he was part of that like before so they before they started the rookie scales. They killed So him. it was just like people dreaded getting the number one overall pick because you're gonna have to pay this kid like fucking absurd amount of money. Uh, Russell got Jamarcus Russell got a bag like that as well. Oh that dude. Um other awards. Offensive player of the year, probably some Stefan Diggs action. Let's track him down. Stefan Diggs plus 3,000. I would never bet on a QB to win offensive player of the year because a QB is going to win MVP, so you need to look at other positions besides quarterback. Right. Um, defensive player of the year, maybe Vaughn Miller if he's healthy. See if I can find him. Vaughn Miller right plus six thousand. Still super bendy. Still devastating off the edge. Dance uh, Still one of the best, uh, best pass rushers in football. And that's about it. Again, really no. Well, you know what, Kincaid for offensive rookie of the year. That might be worth looking into. Um, again, I forget about all the quarterbacks though. Dalton Kincaid plus four thousand for offensive rookie of the year. So a little longer than I thought. I think Bijan's number. I don't know. I, I can't remember if it stayed at 275 or if it's gone down at all now that there's some training camp highlights of Bajan <laughs> running routes. Like oh, like my a wide receiver. That was stupid. He's going to be all over the field, man. That He's going to get insane. so many touches. I'm ready to spend an irresponsible amount of money on Bajan oh Robinson. He turned fantasy that cat around so bad. It was yeah. so sick. Um, but any other AFC East thoughts while we're sitting here? No, uh, you know, I think you get a lot of traction coming out of there. You know, I still think once we get on to the other two divisions, I think I'll be higher. To me, that is a great division. I don't see a Super Bowl winner coming out of there. 
as good as the division is, you're thinking they're just going to beat each other up a little too much? Yeah, I, I just still think Cincinnati and Kansas City. I mean, so you get past that, and I mean, I don't know where else I would want to go. I'm ready. One play away. I'm still pissed. Yeah, I'm going to... Fucking penalty for It's uh, unnecessary roughness out of bounds. My obligatory 49ers bet. going to toss that out there. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think AFC, I'm kind of right there with you. The the Chiefs kind of have a stranglehold, and Cincinnati's trying to break through. You know, they did make it to the Super Bowl that one year. They ran into Stafford's Rams that we missed. We were all in on Stafford, but didn't think, like, maybe we should bet on the Rams when the Super Bowl never crossed our mind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I get I get that. I think I'm right there with you. I don't I don't think I'd bet on the Dolphins or the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Not the Bills. I think the odds aren't going to be good enough. Maybe the Dolphins if I wanted like a mid-rangey long shot if everything broke right. And I as I mentioned before, I'm not a not a uh, Aaron Rodgers believer. Um, I could see a situation where three teams make the playoffs out of this division though pretty easily. Yeah. That I buy, you know. So uh, even if you, even if you, in your situation where you think the Jets are going to leapfrog the Bills, right? Probably still want the, the Bills are probably still going to make the playoffs. So and if you had to bet on a team to have a complete game when it counted, you're likely to bet Casey or Cincinnati over 100%. any of those other clubs. Absolutely. I mean, right down. You know, even if it, let's say Rogers does have a phenomenal, then you do have the Hackett thing lingering. Mm-hmm. The you know the systems have been in place. You know, his first year where you know. Kansas City and Cincinnati, well oil machine. It's so daunting, especially the especially the Chiefs, for me anyways. I'm sure yeah, they're, they're, it's a Steelers fan. Brown fans feels the same way about the Bengals. I don't know. Browns fans and Steelers fans, I think, have more disrespect than reverence for the Bengals. Like I fucking hate the Chiefs, but I understand and appreciate what type of machine they are. Yeah. Where I swear as yeah. Browns fans and Steelers fans are just like. Fuck the Bengals. They're not that good. Joe Burrow sucks. Chase is overrated. You know, Zach Taylor looks like he eats paint. Stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... And and they don't have the clout of, like, Mahomes actually has the rings. You know, they've won the Super Bowl. Bengals haven't done that yet. I could see it happening, though. I I think that's where I'm leaning, just for, again, something different sake, knock on wood. I don't want it to be the Chiefs anymore, so... Yeah, it can't be I may try to will it into existence with the... Well, that's like... uh, But but I I guess... guess, Yeah, I don't think division rivals share that Well, I guess in the biz, they would call that a tease, because we get to look forward to breaking down. Yeah. Both those. We got the whole rest of the AFC Yeah, so, you know, that's our tease to lead into next week. Oh, we're doing the North next week? Wow. Hey... I have to see if I could wrangle a guest or two, because we got some AFC North people in our orbit. Yeah, a lot of you can do. a lot of Browns fans running around all over the place. All over the place. Throw a stick. Stack guy Robbie. Stack guy Robbie, bring him in. Patrick, he's a Bengals fan. Bengals, who that? Yeah, he takes a lot of grief. No, uh, no Ravens fans in my orbit. I don't think I've ever encountered one. Baby Corey over in Struthers. High school. Maybe Mike Viers was a Ravens fan, if I remember correctly. Shout out I to the Elder Mike Viers. I remember Ravens jersey coming to her at one point. Yeah, few and far between. I like John Harbaugh. I know you like John Harbaugh. <laughs> I think his system's played out, but we shall see. 
That's all I got on this edition. Yeah, I'm going to turn on the AC, get some air flowing in here. Got to yeah. stay out with the body heat. We'll see everyone next week. Thanks again for listening. If you like the show, tell someone. Uh, if you don't like the show, fuck uh, off. Get fucked. Yeah, there's, there's no need for you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.